helping people, right? Medical caregiving is, is like the, the cornerstone of the main cannabis industry. Where they explicitly said, we're not doing this. We're not, we're not, we're not letting cannabis businesses take advantage of this, of this opportunity. Most Mainers, most consumers out there would rather give their dollars to companies that are like doing the right thing. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Weed Buds Radio. I'm really excited to be your host again, as always, Rye Russell. And so today, to help me break down how we are going to help save the world and save money and make a little extra cash in our cultivation, I have my friend Sam joining me. Sam is joining us from Portland, right, Sam? That's right. Here I How's it going? Hey, I'm so excited that you were able to join us today. No, it's a, it's a, it's a huge thrill. I, I love your show. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched about, about kind of, you know, the opportunity for Maine, you know, the, the green rush, so to speak. But, you know, people, you know, it's, it's a plant that makes people feel better. And, you know, if there are ways that we can help them kind of you know, grow better and save money. And, and you said save the planet. That's, that's probably a bit, a bit of a stretch, but, you know, we'll do what we can. So it's, it's certainly better than nothing and, you know, a long way, you know, to go for sure. As long as we all play a very small role, we will make a massive impact on the world. Mm -hmm. And that's one mm -hmm. thing we're talking about all the time. We can't do it alone. We need an army. And so we're always recruiting to the army that's gonna help share love with the world and reduce some of these plastic pollution problems. But Sam, love it. Love a couple it. weeks ago, okay. they have finally started to open up some programs for cannabis cultivators but before that, they've never been allowed to participate. Can you break that down a little bit? We don't necessarily know what this means for cultivators. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's crazy. And I was actually, I was, I was, you know, in the room, so to speak, when that decision was made at Efficiency Maine, uh, you know, board of trustees. It's a long, it's a long story going, going, going back for years. Basically, you know, um, when Governor Page, you know, was was creating the the board members for that um, that Efficiency Maine. Uh, there were people who were a part of, you know, his entourage uh, that weren't a huge fan of cannabis. Like they were just kind of personally against it. And so they had made the call, the only state in the country that has efficiency programs where they explicitly said, we're not doing this. We're not, we're not, we're not letting cannabis businesses take advantage of this, of this opportunity, um, which was, yeah, shocking to, to, you know, to people who were watching this and shocking to me because I had been following my, 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 my on rise actually in energy efficiency program design and renewable energy and you know trying to help folks you know connect dots between opportunities that are available by public policy or just by markets um, and those businesses that actually you know could you know find ways to use ways to save energy so i've been tracking these things for a long time and but maine until october as you said had put the kibosh you know on this but they've opened it up they decided that um uh you know, it made sense that, you know, there was really no real reason that they, you know, could, you know, keep cannabis business businesses from you from using, you know, using these dollars. So, yeah, since October this year, it's been it's been open and uh, it's been a huge thrill helping people kind of figure this stuff out and educating people actually, you know, and getting money for folks in the process. I think it's kind of hard to not support an essential business uh, during a global yeah. pandemic, especially one when cannabis sales were climbing. We needed mm -hmm. to still grow, and mm -hmm. I'm sure we would like to save energy and save some money. But Sam, yeah. I'm curious, like, is this a real savings or is this a couple pennies? Like, are people like, is this a real opportunity or eh, whatever? No, it's crazy. The Efficiency Main program is one of the most generous in the country, actually. 
Um, so, it, you know, it, it's evolved over the years, but for a cannabis business, especially for any commercial business, really, because, you know, they don't, they don't have a specific cannabis program uh, necessarily. Um, so if you're, if you're a business of any sort, if you have a, um, you know, a commercial account with the utility, um, you know, you can either a you know, you know buy um, light bulbs at the hardware store, like a lot of folks do, um, or buy a mini split um, kind of you know, uh, heater or cooling system, you know, at a store, and that's fine. They get a rebate right off the top. You know, you're good to go. For cannabis businesses, which you know require more, you know, um, unique equipment technologies, you know, you have to submit a custom um, application. Um, and for programs and technologies that reduce the power use, they they can pay generally. You know, the cost, about the half the cost, you know, of the equipment is is kind of, is paid off, you know, right by the by the utility, which is amazing. Um, so you submit a proposal, and they look at it, they do some math, and as is kind of what what I do too. Like I'm gonna help them, you know, to do that math and kind of work with with um, kind of my my clients, um, the applicants to do that. You make um, the equation digestible. Exactly. Yeah, and and streamline the process really too, because if you look at yeah, you know, I don't know if you've been to the efficiency main website and downloaded the terms and conditions. Yeah, I'm it's, not reading it's not, all those pages. Right, it's not quite you know um, plain English. You know, um, an application process can be onerous. It's a pain, frankly, you know, to do it. But you know, I've done enough of these. It's the world I live in. This is my language that I speak. Um, that I can really kind of help translate. You know, what efficiency main folks are needing, what what they want to see, and then kind of you know what you know my clients are you know the language that they speak. And kind of, you know, and put those in terms that kind of make it go as smoothly and quickly as possible. So this um, is a sizable amount of money that cultivators should really be calling you and asking how to take advantage of this type of program. Oh yeah, I mean for for a um, a grow operation, you know, maybe two three rooms. Um, you know, if they're if they're thinking about um, you know using HPS or LED, because that's kind of the way you present these two scenarios. Um, if you have you know, two or three rooms, flower lights, um, you can get a check for like $30,000, you know, wow. for efficiency main, you know, and, you know, it's assuming if you go the led route, um, which is kind of what they want to encourage you to do. Um, so again, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's not nothing for sure. Um, and that only scales up. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a linear equation. So the more lights you get, the bigger operation that you're going for, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get, you know, the more, you know, immensely large check. Um, so really, it makes a ton of sense, and, um, and the minimum project size is twenty thousand dollars. So it's not it's not it's not for a typical basement grower, right? It's for it's for, it's for a commercial enterprise um, that's probably got a couple rooms at least. Um, but that's 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 a lot of people out there in the state of Maine. That's a lot. That's a lot. A lot of quick caregivers hit that threshold, um, especially with the use coming online. You know, like a lot of folks who are going to be building out big operations. And um, yeah, it's free money. So I'm just, I, I just love telling people about this, that it's an opportunity. Um, I've, I've written about it on my, on my website, enlighteneyourgrow.com. I've you know, spoken at some of the, the trade, trade shows when they actually had those around um, and kind of put stuff out there on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and it's kind of want people to, to know about it and take advantage of it. And if I can help them, that's awesome. That's great. Um, and if they want to do it themselves, that's great too. But, you know, for me, it's kind of like, you know, a real mission to help people kind of figure out, you know, that, yeah, it's possible to to be able to afford and install and use, you know, this technology. technology. Um, they can actually, you know, hopefully give them better product. A lot of times it will. I think LEDs have really come along a long way. 
Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily you know shill for technology you know specifically, but if there's a more efficient technology that works, and growers want to use it, then yeah, efficiency main can you know is where it's at. So, um, well, and it's so also I, other states too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you get you. Are, I know you're excited about sustainability, but yeah. I know that like when we were talking before, like you are a true small business advocate. Like you're not uh-huh. just looking at energy and how to save some money. You're truly working with the industry uh, to help make them more sustainable in many different areas. Right. Not just on the efficiency main front. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a small piece. So it's, I, I, I see it as like, I, I, I kind of live at the strategic advisory level. So that's kind of really what I do. I'm an energy and sustainability advisor. So I kind of you know, work with, you know, with companies of all types, really. But the past couple of years, really focused in on the cannabis space because, A, I, I, I love folks who are cannabis entrepreneurs. I mean, they get me fired up. I love them. They're the coolest, well, that's awesome. authentic people you know, I've ever met. I um, kind of love that energy talking with these folks. Um, you know, I mean, it's if they're you know, it's you know, it's, 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 it's a really it's a really cool industry with cool people. So I love that, and also, I mean, given my background in clean energy and sustainability, and I mean, you know, climate action at, at a high level, um, you know, I know there's a real need, you know, for some kind of you know, thoughtful, um, you know, but meaningful, you know, ad- advice, you know, to you know, help folks who you know they're not energy experts, they're not necessarily like an environmental protection experts, you know, but I can provide that. Um, and so helping people to, you know, to, to, you know, make just, you know, ask, you know, answer good questions about, you know, about their operations, what they want to do and just plan a little bit, you know, can really help them reduce their, reduce their operating costs, you know, for them is, is bottom line. And as they're more and more, um, caregivers and as the competition heats up, you know, in the medical and adult use market, you know, there's going to be, you know, a need for people to differentiate themselves and, um, you know, and say, hey, listen, I'm, 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 I go out of my, out of my way to, uh, you know, to, you know, reduce my environmental footprint. Um, you know, I use clean power. I use energy efficient technologies and, you know, and you should, you should, you know, spend your, your, your money with me as opposed to somebody who like, you know, doesn't really give a crap. I think most, most Mainers, most consumers out there would rather give their dollars to companies that are like doing the right thing and actually, you know, making efforts to reduce their environmental impact. Um, so I'm here to kind of, you know, help, help that process through. It's pretty cool. Well, Sam, we were talking about this. I was born and raised in Maine. Then I went and ventured out to the West Coast. And you would think, right, that California is leading the way in sustainability, yet it's not necessarily the case because there's so much red tape and policy everywhere. And what I loved yeah. about coming back to Maine is we're smaller, right? It's it's easier to have a conversation with your lawmakers, with your regulators. And mm-hmm. I'm sure access is a little bit easier here in Maine. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm interested in what you're seeing, you know, from you know, from your space in terms of cultivators and just the the energy consumption, you know, from state to state. Are we here in Maine? Do we truly care more? And are we able to, to navigate these things faster? Because I see this be a struggle everywhere. Yeah, no, it's funny. It's funny that you you kind of you know you you bring up California as almost like an you know a, you know a, a different case. I mean, it is yeah. it's, it's a whole different monster, right? I mean, California is an enormous state. I mean, it takes what twelve hours to drive north to south, if not if not more. Um, you know, so to attend you know a meeting in Sacramento, if you're in, if you're in the Southern Valley, you know, it's like you know a whole, a whole weekend almost. Yeah. Right away. Whereas here, yeah, I think it'd be a lot more accessible. I mean, Augusta is like, 
Yeah, is isn't uh, everything? Three mean, hours Maine, max. Maine is a big state too. Don't get me wrong, right? I lived in Mass for a long time. Um, so you know, Maine is like what four times the size of Massachusetts or so. I think so. Yeah. Um, but um, but I think people really here really do you know care deeply about about the environment, about their neighbors, um, about being a steward you know of their community, um, and for that I think I think that's kind of the you know where the real. Yeah, the real the real difference is, um, you know, there's less of a focus on like, all right, let's make as much money as possible. Uh, you know, let's go out there and just kind of you know and, and kind of corner the marketplace. I mean, you know, it started out in Maine at least the the um, marijuana business industry, not only business, but helping people, right? Medical caregiving, you know, was you know, is is like the the cornerstone of the Maine cannabis industry. Um, you know, of course, you know, had people, you know, um, you know, producing consuming for uh, for adult use purposes, which is great too. But I mean. Uh, really, at the heart of it, it was like you know, helping people. It was, you know, it, was, it, was, it was a plant, you know, that people you know could could take, you know, could, could use, you know, for their medicinal and you know, recreational benefit. Um, and it there, and it wasn't driven by profit at all, right? I mean, you know, and it's changing a little bit, right? You still get some. Well, some you have to make are, money to sustain the business, but it is. Yeah. It's a different culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it completely is, and, and I I do think there's you know. Uh, it almost inherent in almost all of the businesses that I've spoken with, the entrepreneurs, you know, they they want to. I mean, all things equal, certainly they want to be doing the right things. They want to be reducing their consumption of resources. I mean, a it just helps them save money, right? I mean, you you have, you, you buy less energy and water um, and plastics, you know, and you you know it, it, you, you you see you save money doing that. Um, but people are also thinking that all right, you know. What are the implications of just you know basically an, an unlimited use of you know of resources that are out there because they're not unlimited to everybody I mean, they're finite you know and when you you know turn on the the turn on the switch you know power up you know like three rooms of thousand watt lights you know yeah there's you know there there's an effect you don't always see it but there's an effect I think people would say like all right if I can if I can figure out a way to do this. You know, when kind of you know eliminating at least to some extent or reducing you know kind of that that negative impact, then I will. You're seeing a lot of you know, a lot of um, interest in yeah, kind of upgrading you know their system to more efficient technologies, which is efficiency means like what, what it uh, spoke about. But also, I think it's really interesting a lot of um, a greater interest in kind of you know greenhouse um, uh, operations. In fact, in Maine, there's been you know more more of those in other states anyway. Um, outdoor cultivation is 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 really you know it's kind of, it has more of a of a heart up here, um, which is which is awesome to see, and the connecting agriculture really to the industry I think is kind of you know where we've all started right I mean you know cannabis cultivation I mean it's a plant for Christ's sake right I mean give me a break you know so it's grown it should be grown in the ground outside in the sun I think you know, people you know here really appreciate that and are trying to get back to that desperately you know but. Um, Again, I mean, there are benefits to be to growing the stuff inside too. You can get you know year-round you know um, crop turns, and uh, you can control the quality um, you know to a greater degree. Um, so I think you know people want to want to do their best, um, and I'm just kind of you know my at least my business mission is to you know, help folks kind of figure out how to do that in a way that makes sense for them, um, kind of while reducing their costs and their their impact. It's really it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. That is so amazing. And I and I love how excited you are because sustainability and energy, like don't get me wrong, I get fired up about it. I love right. talking about it, but it's few and far between that gets truly excited uh, right. talking about these sciences. So it, I yeah. appreciate that there's individuals like you in the marketplace. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, it's awesome. And there are, I mean, I, I kind of I landed in the cannabis space. I mean, because hey, I, you know, again, I kind of have this affinity, you know, towards uh, towards the plant and towards the culture. Um, you know, but it wasn't always kind of the business that I was in. Um, you know, kind of looking at the you know, clean energy and energy efficiency. You're talking about, you know, yeah, other you know, large energy users or homeowners in many cases. Um, but uh, but yeah, there wasn't that. There was there there. there companies that typically were you know helping other businesses you know save money they were talking like there are hospitals and universities and um you know large large stores but the cannabis folks i mean they weren't getting that service right so i i said like you know this is a clear need um you know and so i mean there are there are, there are a handful of us out there not as enough of us like i'd love to see more competition to be honest um you know because i think that makes us all better right um and uh it's 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 cool so i'm again a big part of my work really is kind of educating folks you know about 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 these issues um you know I've, i i try to to write as much as i can you know myself out in, in different kind of trade publications um really it's kind of helping to you know get best practices in front of folks and kind of be, be a part of that conversation around what best practices actually even look like um so i don't know if you're if you if you know the resource innovation institute um, it's a nonprofit. Oh, we had Gretchen uh, on, uh, I think, oh, really? a, about a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, I worked with her back at the RII. I was there to do policy work for a couple of years. Amazing. And, yeah, and really, really, really cool stuff. Um, so yeah, there there are people who are trying to like advance, you know, the, uh, the the state of the art, you know, on this. And you know, the thing is, every state is different too. I mean, technology is the same really, but practice, but growers practice different, you know. I mean, their culture is, you know, is, is, is different in every state. California, right? I mean, you couldn't be more different yeah. than, you know, than, than, you know, cannabis culture, you know, in Massachusetts, for example. It, 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 in it is a little different, isn't it? Like, even us yeah. Mainers, like, going to networking events in, in Massachusetts or, or our friends in Massachusetts coming to networking events here in Maine. I love it. It's so much fun, but it's it's so different, right? We're all navigating very similar things, but also mm -hmm. very different because uh, the, the local policy is different. So I, oh, yeah. I always have fun when we can cross borders and chat. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, it's fascinating because in the cannabis industry, we've got 50 different states. I mean, and not all states, you know, allow a regulated cannabis industry, but, you know. But we're getting there. We're getting close. We're getting there. Yeah. And maybe one day, maybe who knows? You know, five, ten years, there'll be one federal market. You know, I don't know. We'll see. But in the meantime, and even once it goes goes federal, then there'll still be kind of distinct, you know, um, pockets, right? You know, sure. where you know Humboldt County will have its cachet, um, but the Budweiser weed will be grown like you know, eighty thousand hectare farms in Texas. I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, every state is different. They've got their own culture. But on the regulatory pieces is a, is a big part of it. And get back to your first question uh, about efficiency, in Maine. You know how it might be, be different in other states, or maybe I guess I pose that the fact that it was different. But um, the regulatory landscape, you know, it can be night and day, you know, across the country. Um, so Maine is 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 pretty. Yeah, you know, maybe caregivers, you know, might disagree, but a pretty light touch on the regulations. I think, relatively speaking. Um, whereas I've been, you know, hanging out in Mass for a while, in Massachusetts, you know, the 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 the, the regs are it's like a phone book. I was going to say ridiculous. there may be some caregivers that have their issue with OMP. Yeah. However, 
I'm pretty sure that these caregivers could look at the book in Ohio, in California, in Florida, and, and I think that they would be uh, probably, they are gracious. I know anybody licensed is glad that they're licensed and grateful mm-hmm. for it, but I think if they saw what we have here in Maine versus what you have to navigate elsewhere, I think we would all be uh, maybe a little bit easier on Eric now and then. Yeah. We still have to push, and we're still yeah. going to push because we care and we love this industry. But, and that's the thing, right? There is collaboration. People are sitting in the same rooms mm-hmm. here and having, it's not always, it's not always, you know, like you and I are talking right now, Sam, of course, but everybody's talking. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Well, and that's what the fun part is too, is that everyone's talking, everyone's learning too, you know, yes. as, as we go. I mean, nobody has all the answers, right? And this industry is still, you know, young in so many ways. I mean, people have been, you know, growing and smoking cannabis for thousands of years, right? You know, but as as a modern industry, I mean, it's brand new. I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, it's, it's, it's like a baby in the woods, you know, so there's still a lot of innovation happening, a lot of learning, a lot of cross-education. Um, so a lot of kind of what I bring to folks is kind of that, that, you know, that knowledge that I, you know, pick up from, you know, from technical experts, you know, around the country. Um, and again, you know, try to apply it, you know, to, you know, to my clients here in Maine and Massachusetts and elsewhere. I mean, but, you know, where there you can go wrong there is by, you know, hiring kind of cultivation experts from Colorado to come up here and like say, you know, build me, build me a greenhouse so I can grow, grow cannabis year round, you know, you know, in, 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 in Auburn. You know, and if you hire a guy from California or Colorado to do that for you, yeah, you're going to be regretting that because, you know, it's a it's big a different, a different climate zones are, you know, they're, yep. they're different. So you really do kind of need a local touch, I think. hundred um, percent. I, I totally yeah. agree with that. We've had uh, Ryan Douglas on uh, from Douglas Cultivation and uh, he's, he's from Gorham. Uh, so mm-hmm. another, another main gentleman out in the cannabis industry of the global yeah. economy. Uh, yeah. But it was like we talked about it. It is a very personal touch and it is a very regional touch. Uh, mm-hmm. But Sam, I have a question for those of us, you know, I know you work with a lot of clients up here in Northern New England or the Northeast really, uh, yeah. but anywhere. What is the best way for myself and the audience tuning in to connect with you? Because we all need efficiency help in our businesses. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Great question, Ryan. <laughs> um, so a great place to go and get started to learn about what we do is enlightenyourgrow.com. So that's my website, um, E-L-E-N-L-I-G-H-T-N-Y-O-U-R-G-R-O-W. Um, EYG was taken, so I had to go with the whole the the, the, the longer name. But uh, that kind of, that 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 encompasses basically you know, the work that I do for cannabis cultivators. Yeah, and my cannabis clients too. You don't have to use cult- cultivation operation uh, to benefit from this. In fact, I'm talking with some um, some vertically oriented um, you know companies around you know how they can kind of re- refine their practice their 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 practices at the retail, at the uh, manufacturing stage, cultivation, all up and down. Um, so there's a, a lot that folks can do in the cannabis space, really any business for that matter. But um, again, there's a lot of really kind of specific things that don't cross over to the industries. Um, so anyway, for, for my cannabis clients, enlightenyourgrow.com is a place to go. Um, I'm also on Instagram at um, climate underscore resources. Um, and uh, yeah, climate resources group is my umbrella company. 
um, where I do a bunch of stuff. But um, I like to direct, direct you know, folks who are specifically looking for cannabis, you know, energy and sustainability services to go to enlighteneryourgrow.com. Um, so you can see my services there and break down the efficiency main program, um, kind of break down the rebate stuff. I can, you know, I have links to articles um, that I and others have written that I find really useful for folks. Um, and people can subscribe to, you know, to my, you know, my, yeah, semi-regular newsletter, at least where I, you know, kind of, you know, push out information to folks. Um, and again, just, you know, try to try to educate people. So a lot of what, what I do and share is just, just knowledge, right? Um, again, if people want to uh, pay me to help them kind of, you know, execute on that, um, that is awesome. Um, certainly that's, that's kind of how I'm, you know, managing, you know, managing my, uh, you know, my business is by, is by doing that. But yeah, I really do like giving back and kind of sharing stuff. So that's how folks can get a hold of me. Amazing. So for those in the audience that are looking for more information and resources, it's going to be enlightenyourgrow.com. And of course, we will make sure that all of those links are in our show notes so you can follow and connect with Sam and the organization and start increasing the efficiency and reducing your footprint on the world. Sam, thank you so much for joining us today. This is a great ride. It's been awesome. I hope to come back sometime. Um, Please. And give you updates. Maybe the next 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 big launch. Who knows what's going on? Um, but no, it's been a huge pleasure. So uh, yeah, thank you so much. Of course. And of course, thank all of you tuning into the audience. We are so grateful for you joining us for another episode of Weed Buds Radio. Be sure to check out those show notes at weedbudsradio.com. We'll see you soon. <laughs>